What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in again. This week, Brent and I are going to have a discussion on vision. And vision is something that we have used to our advantage, honestly, before I even had a career with insurance, I've been thinking vision. But vision is essentially intelligent foresight. You know, it's seeing into the future. It's projecting and thinking, who do I want to become? What do I want to happen? Where do I want to be? It's essentially formulating goals, calculating risk, and finding out where you see yourself, whether it's six months down the road, one year down the road, three years down the road. You can have a vision for anything. You can have a vision. I honestly have a vision for my own funeral. So you can take vision wherever you want to see it. Um, Brent, what would you say is a, is a good thing for you? Not so much a good thing, but where, where has vision taken you? Where have you been able to use vision in your life? Yeah, you know, I think, you know, for me, I love this topic because I think vision is everything for where I've, because it's hard to see, um, a good friend Ryan said, um, it's hard to see the growth that you're experiencing. It's hard to see your progress. And the vision of where I'm even sitting here today, the amount of vision that it took for us to just be sitting in these seats. I mean, dude, we bought podcast equipment probably three years ago. And there was a tested it. Yeah, there was a big vision behind that. And we didn't roll it out until the timing was right in a sense. Our business, that vision came 10 years ago and it didn't start but but three years ago. So I mean, so many things in my life have been the vision. I, I had to have a vision because like we said in a previous podcast, we didn't have tons of resources to start it. So you have to be very methodical in your vision when you're when you're doing grassroots. So yeah. Everything in my life, even my marriage, all of that has came from vision. Yeah. And vision, like you said, being methodical, vision takes strategy. You know, yeah. strategy is something that you have to you have to gain the skills and the vision you execute with the skills. So like when you're talking about vision, we're talking about, let's say you gave the business as an example. We're coming up on almost four years in business. So for us to even have a have a start at business, at one point we had to visualize being insurance agents. At one point we had to visualize being realtors. And honestly, at this point in my life, my entire life is just made as a compilation of visions I had years ago. That's right. You know, we had I had to have a vision to to be an insurance agency owner one day, to have employees, to make payrolls, to, you know, you visualize all these things, then you go about implementing it. And the execution is always going to be harder than the than the visualizing and the vision. Mm. But the vision is what gets you to the execution. Yeah. So vision with there's without vision, there's nothing to execute. Correct. You know, you have to and you have to get real clear on that vision, that clarity. We've talked about it several times when you get clear on the vision and then you take the right action, you get the results. So when we found out we wanted to be insurance agency owners, well, Brent took a different approach. But for me, I started in insurance. I got really good at insurance sales. I got really good at communicating about insurance. And then the opportunities began to present themselves to me as I continued working on my vision and continued executing and continued, you know, living it out. So what do you want to talk about? What does it take to make your vision a reality? And we've kind of just hinted on it, but let's go deeper in that. What does it take to make your vision a reality? Well, I think one, for me, the amount of work that it took, I underestimated. And I think a lot of times you underestimate the amount of work because we've said it before, but you know, ideas are easy to come by. It's actual implementation that that is where the dollars are made and, and where you actually make it to something. But for me, the vision, um, it goes back to just, you know, everything that I do. I mean, it, it's so, it's so important. Cause I mean, especially now where we're at, we're, we're constantly, I feel like you have to play chess in a sense when you're a true entrepreneur. So with chess, 
a chess player is thinking five moves down the pipeline, a really good chess player. I don't know about the, the really good ones are probably thinking 10 moves down the, the line. But that's kind of what it's had to be with our businesses. It's like we've really had to, to visualize where we want to go. And there's so many routes that you can go. We have to turn down opportunities almost every day now. So you have to be very clear on your vision or you're going to end up going somewhere where you don't want to be, essentially. Absolutely. And, and when it comes to making your vision a reality, you know, there's all kinds of methods and strategies. He's basically saying you just have to be very strategical in making your That's vision right. a reality and, and, and getting yourself there. And be willing to adapt. Because how many times has certain things within our vision have shifted and you can either just like pout and cry and curl up in a ball and not do anything or you can shift your vision and go to work at the new vision because so many times we have to pivot. That's so many times we have to go at a different vision and the vision somewhat changes. Yeah. And that's a real statement. You know, sometimes my vision, even for one day, gets interrupted. Like the other day, I had a I had a great vision for my entire day and I got in a car wreck at like 12 p.m. Guess what? The day was the vision I had for the day did not go as planned. But you made a really good video. <laughs> but hey, yeah, I did make a video. But hey, I guess that was an example was an of, of, yeah. of adapting or pivoting. But really... When you when it comes to making your vision, you know, things are going to change outside sources, different people, different circumstances, things are going to change. So you just have to get very concrete and where you want to be and where you want to go. And, you know, I have a few exercises that I do, you know, to, to stay with that. And I've mentioned it on here before. But one thing I'm very passionate about is doing a life inventory. I recommend that if you don't do it daily, if you don't do it weekly, at least quarterly or monthly. But look at the areas of your life and say, hey. Is the, is the relationship I have with my wife, is it going the way I want it to? You know, is the, is what I'm trying to do at the church? You know, if you're, if you're a person that goes to church and you want to serve or you want to network, well, look at it. How many people did you meet last month? How many, take an inventory of your life in the different areas. And as you put these things together and you think about, okay, I've only met two people in two months. Well, now the future me, the vision you have, that, that guy knows 25 new people. So how do I make a strategy where I meet two new people a month for the rest of this year to get to 24, 25? That's, right. that's, that's how I do it. There's compound another compound effect, the mm-hmm. compound effect. And there's another strategy I like to use. It's called mental mapping. Take, for example, whatever it is that you're wanting to get good at. Let's say it's work. Write down work. OK, now around work, start drawing out everything about it. Your employees, your culture, your this, your that, everything that you have about work, how much time you spend is sales a part of your work, is marketing a part of your work. Write all the areas down. Then start making quantifiable, touchable goals around that mental map that you created. So if your mental map says work and it says, I need to make 1,200 calls a week. Well, now you have a goal that says my goal each day is to make 250 calls. And at the end of that, the vision will be there. That's right. What you want to happen will be there at the end of that. So, so good. And do you have any strategies that you use to, to really look at vision? And, and when me and Brent are talking right here, we're huge on goals, man. Like we write down our goals in journal like Every day. Six days, seven days a week. Sometimes yeah. I take one day off a week doing that. So, And it goes back to 2014 for me. I literally go back and look at my goals. And I was telling somebody yesterday, my goals haven't shifted much because listening to Grant Cardone, he literally says, like, make stupid goals. So I, I literally write down almost every day that I own 10,000 apartment units. That's a crazy goal. But my vision hasn't necessarily changed in that, but my purpose has. Like, the reason I want to get 10,000 units is totally different than 10 years ago when I started writing that down. So the vision though, as far as goals go, it's so cool to go back and look at my, my goals from 2014. And now I'm actually living in those goals. Like I was writing down that we have employees, that we do a Bible study in our office, that we put God in the front of our business, that, that we're actually making change in the community, that we're flipping houses, that I own an insurance agency, that I own, that we're over a real estate team. I was literally writing that before I had anything. 
and now it's here. So that's what happens when you really map out your vision. Some things change along the way, but you eventually get to that vision and it becomes reality. And then you got to continue to, to make the vision change and get bigger. So now it's like, we're still, you know, a lot of people about, like, man, y'all made it. Y'all no, we're not, we're nowhere close to where we're trying to get. Cause we have a really big vision for our future. Yeah. The vision, the vision continues to expand. And, and once you have a vision, like we need to get really locked into our vision, like don't accept anything, but the vision, like if you want at your funeral, there to be a thousand people and you sit at home and don't talk to anybody, like that's not probably going to correlate. But what I'm saying is hold on to your vision. And as the things change, as the circumstances change, just, just shift around them. Like he's like, for example, you know, when I was, when I was uh, 20, I didn't really read the Bible or go to church or do anything with uh, spiritual anything. So yeah, I, may, I might have had it written down that I wanted to be a business owner, but owning that business had nothing to do with God. Well, nowadays, my thoughts are that God is partnered with me in my business. God is my business partner. Mm. So think about how much my thought towards the vision changed, but the vision's still there. I still want to be a multimillionaire business owner, but now I've incorporated Jesus. I've incorporated spiritual mm. differences. I've incorporated all these things. So what I'm saying is stay concrete and focused on the vision, but be open to these to the day-to-day through the to the the year to year, the things within changing. And like you mentioned earlier, pivot around those, adapt to them. That's right. So and, and I I love that point because I, I definitely wanted to go there. But we have really included God in our vision. And that wasn't, you know, 2014. That what like I said, my purpose has changed. So my biggest advice to anybody, because you know, we love Jesus. And if you would include him in your vision through prayer, through meditation, all these things, a lot of times he'll help you with that adaptation that you need to do. Yeah. Like he will help you see, you know, he gives us signs and and dreams and all these things so he can be a part of that vision. I think that's so critical for our success is that we've really tried and we're not perfect. We fail every day, but he's in our vision. Like we truly want to make him proud with what we're doing. And I'm reminded of the scripture that we read in Joshua's men last week and James, I think it was four where he's like, you make all these plans. I'm going to go into this town and I'm going to make this profit and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And James says, Oh, you fool, your soul is going to be required of you today. So I think you can make all these visions and all these plans and your soul be required today. So that's the most important part in all this is that you you have God in your life, in my opinion. That's first and foremost. And then trust him throughout that vision. And he may change your vision because a lot of times we don't know what's best for us. We think we do. But a lot of times if there's some goals that are on my goal list from 2014 that I don't write anymore. Sure. Because he's shown me that, that that's not the route you want to go. Yeah. So it's critical that you include him in your vision for me. Yeah. And for me, you know, to, to, to expound upon that, you know, it takes all kinds. Like God needs business owners just as bad as he needs people working at Walmart. Absolutely. And the thing and is, pastors and pastors, 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 like, yeah, people feel like they get a call in a ministry and they have to be a pastor. Like, no, you can be a, you can be a, a minister anywhere you are in this world, as long as you have that on your heart. Mm. And so for me, when I decided to, dedicate the businesses we have or the life that I have to God, I basically just became uh, really big on on studying love and studying passion and studying things that I felt like would help my career, that would help my business, that would help me get even a stronger vision. You know, I always wanted to be a good guy, but I didn't have the the, the secret sauce, the the way to do it. And, you know, when I read the Bible, it gives me actionable things that I can focus on to make my vision and my life more so what I want it to become. Mm. So definitely including that in your vision is something that I would always recommend. And the Holy Spirit's pretty cool too. 
Absolutely. It you guides know, us. Once it, once you really get there, you know, and you're able to open up your ears, your mind, and your heart. You know, I used to think that people were crazy saying this stuff, but nowadays I can tell you that if you really get there, you really can begin having your vision come together even more so beautifully than than what you thought. In a C.S. Lewis book I read one time, it said, you invite God in to rebuild a room, but God builds you a whole new house. And that's exactly what has happened with my with my visions and my goals since since incorporating that in my life. So I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. So as business owners, because I know a lot of business owners listen to the show. How do you because I think you do a really good job of this, but how do you paint the vision to your employees? So when it comes to our employees, you always got to start with where are they at? Like when I look at our employees, I always start, you know, I might want them to make this much money or, you know, honestly, like sometimes I look on paper and, and you know, I, I say, hey, we should be having this return out of this guy. We paid him this much. I should be making this much. But at the end of the day, I have to meet them where they're at. You know, I have to see like, OK, you're this age, you have this interest, and then you try to align those interests with what you have going on. If you walk into a room of, of, of 20 year old guys and you say like, man, check these high heel shoes out, dude, you're in the wrong audience. No one's going to care. If I walked in there every day and said, and, and yelled and became like a different beast or became something, you know, it would never get my vision across. My vision would never hit the hearts. You have to touch the heartstrings of the people around you yes. if you want the vision to be able to be implemented. If you want them to care about what you have going on, you have to show them, here's why it's important. Here's what it can help you accomplish. And here's why it could be important to your life as well. Mm. You know, when it comes to the vision that I have, I can't just expect everyone that I pay a salary to just care about what I care about. They don't. Mm. That, that's not what they they signed the contract. They didn't say, yes, I agree to. It's not like a dictatorship where, you know, they agree to just believe everything I believe. I have to go in there. And if, if they're unmotivated and, in the, and if they don't see the vision, then it's my fault. Mm. And I haven't painted the picture well enough. So I don't know if that was the question. No, that's or answer the question. Because that's one of the biggest things. To find true success, the kind of success that we're trying to create is going to require a lot of people. So you have to be good at painting that vision. And I love what you said. You have to meet them where they are and help them create a vision for themselves within the organization. And a lot of people in our lives, man, a lot of people are, are they're not so much, they don't need you to tell them where to go, but they need help. A lot of people don't, right. don't know like, oh, here's point B and here's how I, I'm going to get there and I want that. You got to start kind of painting point B for them. Because they're in there working their butts off, wondering and hoping for the day where they have this success or this success. Well, if I can show them that, you know, a $1,500 a month car payment isn't the vision they're actually wanting to paint and I can and I can teach them that lesson, not only can I help them more so with their financial success, but I can also help them, you know, maybe they take that $1,500 they were going to spend and give it to a charity. Maybe they buy their wife a wedding ring. Who knows what they're going to do with it? But if I can have any impact on them into creating a more clear, God-led vision, then I'm going to do it. Mm, that's our goals, man. I mean, that's our vision. That's our vision. That's our vision. Yeah, in a, in a to pour sentence. into those people, you know, and to do those things. So I think vision is one of the most important topics. And I would say for you guys out there, whatever you're trying to do, um, take it serious, man, because that's that's really what the vision is. It's like because a lot of people just go through the motions and they never have time to sit and think because it takes it takes time every day to journal. It takes time every day to write your notes down. But if you're not serious about your goals and serious about your vision, then you're just wasting your time. You know, just going through the motions. So many people just go through the motions for so long. They never th- create a vision. They never read a book. They never do any of this stuff. And then they wonder why their life is the same every single year, day after day, day after day. And they never make that change. So I think vision for me is one of the biggest parts of where I am. And I'm nowhere, but where I'm sitting today 
It comes from vision. Even the, the building that we're sitting in right now, three years ago was a wreck and we had a vision for it and now we're sitting in it. It's crazy what happens when you create a vision. It's like, especially with us, man, we're, we're really trying to align ourselves with God and he just makes stuff come into place, makes pieces fall into play for us. And dude, we're sitting in a super cool vid- a building that three years ago we were walking through trash piles to yeah. get through. We had all we had was a vision, you know. We had a vision to to bring artists to an area, and now we're in a spot where, I mean, dude, if this is an artist paradise, I don't know what is. Like I know you haven't seen the whole spot, but this is this is it. And that vision, man, that vision is the end line. It's like the saying: start with the end in mind. Mm. The vision is the end. So you start there, and then it, and then you you begin piling. You begin compiling all your actions, all the moves you're going to make around this vision. That's right. So let's say you want to be. Someone who's a millionaire. Well, guess what? You need to, if you want to make a million dollars in five years, I could do the math for you, but it's going to take something like $20,000 a month saved for the next five years or something along those lines, maybe even more than that. And, uh, but the point being is like, now, how do I make the, the, you know, how do I, how do I make 200,000 a year for five years to get to a million? That's right. How do I get to 200,000? That's where the, the habits start taking place. That's where the, the time spent, like he mentioned, writing down your goals and looking at them every day. If you're going to just write down today that you want to make a million dollars in five years and you never look at it again, like the chances of you getting there is very slim. You just wasted that. You just, yeah, you wasted the ink. You can, you need to go back and think about, okay, now what, what can I do within the five, the three to five years to get to that million dollars? What can I start doing month, uh, uh, annually to get to the five year goal? What can I start doing monthly to get to the annual goal? Weekly to get to the monthly goal? You break it all down and now you have the actions, the actual formidable steps to take. To start making your vision your reality. Yes. And to that point, I'll touch on this and then I'll be done because you just sparked it in my memory. So 10 years ago, I had a vision that I wanted to get in sales, maybe 11. And then I had an opportunity to get in real estate. So that vision became like at the forefront of my mind. What did I have to do? I had to get a license. That's all I had to do. So I literally quit my job, completely focused on getting this real estate license, took a risk passed my test. It took me three times, but I passed it because I didn't give up. If your vision's big enough, you won't give up. And if you really believe in it, you won't give up. So I didn't give up. I finally passed that test. Then I started in real estate. I did that for about six years, loved it, made a good living. But then my vision, I was like, man, I really love this entrepreneur thing. I want to be in multiple businesses. And I was giving a buddy of mine several insurance leads. And he was like, man, you should really think about getting an insurance. It goes really well. And he put that bug in my ear for about a year before the vision hit for me. And I was like, okay, let's do this. So then now I'm four years into having an insurance agency called this guy. We partnered up together because in that vision, I knew that I needed an insurance expert. Thank you, God. Got that. And then now I've had the vision to flip houses for 10 years. We flipped our first house about six months ago. Now we're rolling. I mean, we're on our sixth, fifth one. We just got our sixth one under contract. So Literally, the vision is happening, but it, what I, my point in this is it's taken me 10 years to get to this point, and I'm nowhere. So I don't want you to underestimate the work that it's going to take to make your vision come to reality, but it's so worth it. It is so worth it. And he said a strong vision, a strong vision, going back to it. You got to have a clear vision, and then you take action, and then you get the results. Another thing that's going to help you with your vision is having a why. Why are you doing what you do? If you're, I mean, he just told you how hard it's going to be to work at these things and nothing that is worth it in this world is handed to us. Nothing. You socialist people out here, forget it. If it's handed to you, it's not worth it. All right. So when it comes to having a vision, 
and you need to have a why behind it. Because if it's if you don't have a strong enough why, you're going to give up when things get hard. Right. You're going to give up. So have a vision, have a strong why. And the last question I have on here, what's our vision for the future? Mm. What's our vision? It's big. Yeah. 10,000 apartments. It's multiple business making millions of dollars. And more than anything, it's thousands of employees that are successful people who contribute to our community and love Jesus. Yeah. That's the Cliff Notes version of it for me. That's what I write down every single day. Yeah. And for me, it's really just building God's kingdom, building the church up as big and as high as I can while I'm here. And then also just making it to where I want people to come to my funeral, bro. I've been to funerals where there was 10 people and I've been to funerals where it was standing room only. And if mine's not standing room only, I didn't do enough on this earth. So I want that. And then also on top of that, you know, I obviously want financial success to our businesses. I want to get our insurance business to a certain level. I want to get rental properties. I have a lot of vision written down, but I had to ask just to give people an idea of what maybe they could think about. So, I do. And especially speaking of the church, we're going to finish that building this year. This year. We're building the church. Come check so. us out at Vertical Life Church. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Appreciate y'all. Yep.